Welcome into the Ed's Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Edge Construction. Call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstructioncoming.com to browse their work and read reviews. You can go to House and Facebook and Instagram to see more of their work as well. And today we're talking about uh, some things to consider uh, when you're working on a new kitchen. But, uh, Mike, I can tell you, got a couple people in the neighborhood. They've stuck their head in because they're asking you, well, they see the sign. <laughs> uh, what have you guys been working on there that's been out there? So, uh, obviously, great work done by Edge Construction at the Rutledge household. Put out a... Uh, new floor out in the porch. Uh, put new flooring in the in the kitchen. Or excuse me, in the bathroom. Put uh, basically changed every piece of fruitwood, which <laughs> it was an ungodly amount of fruitwood trim and doors. Uh, upgraded those all to a craftsman style, uh, and the doors and everything. And all we do is get uh, compliments whenever people come in the house. It really has changed the entire complexion of the house. So uh, I always like to get that in there when we're talking about these jobs because. The other part of it is it does start leading to like, well, maybe the kitchen's next or maybe this is next. So those are always uh, positive reviews as well. Uh, people keep on working with you. But uh, today I wanted to talk about kind of kitchen uh, kitchen, and kind of, again, things to consider. And, you know, this thing on here says, what are the rules? But uh, I think it's more, this kind of talks about design and um, design rules, whether that's the layout, but also color matching and wood and uh, and how do, you know? There's a wood countertop here. Does that work with you know stove with a cro- what's not chrome but stainless steel sort of appliances? So there probably are some general guidelines as opposed to rules. It is your house, so if you are yeah. doing a remodel, you can kind of do it how you want. I I love this question because there there used to be there used to be all these rules. Like if you had dark cabinets, you'd probably pick a light countertop, and if you and and you didn't mix things like uh, you didn't mix metals. Maybe you did, you, if you want stainless, you want stainless and everything. You want brushed nickel on your on your uh, on your sink fixtures, and maybe used a, a stainless sink. And your ha- cabinet hardware was the same. And then what what are some other rules? Um, there there was just a bunch of this kind of stuff where uh, the 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 triangle. I don't know if you ever heard of this when um, when if you if you learned uh, kitchen design. Uh, Twenty years ago and older, you you started off with this kitchen triangle, and it's there. There was a measurement from the sink to the stove to the fridge, and the number of feet had to be less than like twenty one or something. And if it okay. wasn't, then you messed up. And uh, occasionally, we get some people that will say, "Hey, you know, um, what? what how does the triangle look?" <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, uh, that. I don't. I don't want to say it's outdated thing. It's not like you want your fridge, uh, unless you have no other options, like down the hall or something. Right. right <laughs> but, yeah. You know, no sane person's going to put it um, in a spot that's that's just ridiculous. You well, know? I mean, to, the old house that we had was a a ranch style house. They had put on a, an addition for like basically a dining room, but they had moved the fridge out of the galley because it was kind of a galley kitchen in the transition into the dining room. But it, it worked up against the wall, um, and it, it allowed. I mean, it gave room for a much bigger fridge but also gave them they put a pantry where the fridge was so it did allow for you to do some things but the triangle would not have been there because it was sink <laughs> stove but the fridge was maybe five or i don't know 10 steps away down the, but down the hall. yeah but so uh but it worked I and mean, it was actually a pretty clever design for a ranch style yeah and, and i think that um most of the time when you're going through this design um stuff you're designing it on used to be on paper now it's on cad and we're we're the software's gotten really good, so we get to look at those renderings that, uh, which are kind of the cartoon picture of what it's what it should look like when it's all done. Um, you can do all that, and that's great. I think the the more experience you have with this, and the better you get at it, you're, you're trying to see what this is this space is going to feel like. 
Okay, you can... Well, yeah, I had this great rendering. Um, okay, but that doesn't mean the end product's going to be perfect. So uh, I think that, like I said, the more practice you get at it, the better you get at it as, as, as a designer, as a kitchen designer. Probably the result is better because you're going to have a better feel for what the space is going to be like when it's all done. Um, and I'm not sure if it's in here, so I'll kind of follow up with this. Um, colors, you kind of touched on it, but the, the, whether it's uh, you know contrast or you know you probably a certain way you want to break out the the actual painting or colors or appliances within. And I don't know if there were rules on that back in the day or currently now. Well, I think the the rule must have been let's keep it simple because. Uh, Stainless came in. Okay, that let's let's assume all all appliances are stainless. Now now the colors are coming back. Black white it started with, uh, got popular again, and that's starting to bleed off a little bit. Um, there's the gunmetal color for the appliances, um, but back when I started, pretty much everything was that color that you had in your house. Yes. That yeah. fruit, it was a fruitwood stain on oak um, trim and cabinets. Very popular in Dane County. I don't know why. Maybe it's the whole state. Maybe it's the whole world. It was all fruitwood. <laughs> But uh, we're spending a lot of time taking it out now or converting it. But um, there just wasn't that much to balance. The walls seem to be white. You might have an accent wall once in a while, but the cabinets were all one color, tops were all one color, appliances were one color. Now, now we've and and a lot of times that floor might have matched the cabinets, right? Like in your house, yeah, it's pretty yeah. close, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, they love that color. Anyways, it really uh, didn't just all bleed <laughs> together. You said, "Can we keep it simple?" It was just. Uh, the downstairs was basically one color. <laughs> um, now I look at a kitchen. Okay, for for a designer, you're dealing with the the appliances have become part of the d- design, right? Uh, so you've got the appliance color and texture, metal color, uh, countertops, and a lot of not a lot, maybe probably half the kitchens we do will have a different island top than what they have for the perimeter cabinets. So that's that's we're up to three now colors and textures. Uh, backsplash four. Uh, weren't too many backsplashes when I started. There were a couple. Um, the cabinet colors could be two, right? A lot of times the island now is a different is a different color or even species than the perimeter cabinets. Five six paint uh, flooring. That's those are a lot of uh, cabinet hardware. Those are a lot of things to uh, bring together. The trim color, you know, yeah. now you you've gone white. Um, all of those things have to work together, and I think that's where a good designer can can help you a lot because it's just a lot to bring together. Well, another one here, it probably kind of goes a little bit into the layout when I think of this, but you know, there probably are I don't know what the types of uh, cabinet and, and doors opening could be, but I, I always just think of uh, I mean, even in our kitchen, which isn't that small, it, it does kind of have that triangle and it does pinch some of the cabinets where you can't necessarily have the you know, and I'm not sure. Obviously, it's the size thing. We can't have a dishwasher open and uh, you can't open up the the drawer the underneath the sink cabinets. They don't open up all the way if you have the um, if you have the dishwasher open. So I'm sure all that kind of stuff kind of comes into uh, play when you're designing cabinet doors opening and where to put them. All that kind of everything. It, it does, and I and I like it when people have thought about this a little bit because um, if you get online and look at things, you're going to see more big drawers in cabinets now. Um, there aren't many people that have that in the in the older kitchens that we're replacing. So uh, when we bring it up, it takes them a while to get used to that idea. Yeah, that would be pretty handy, but that's kind of where the trend is going. So that's that's a good thing to think about. Um, when you're when you're talking about um, things not open, you know, you can't have to do, do things at once. Maybe your dishwasher interferes with a cabinet or your oven. 
Um, sometimes there's there, there just aren't those kind of choices that right. you can make. There's just not enough room in there uh, without making make major changes. So you, you sort of put up with it. But if you were starting from scratch, you know, if you could do this all over again, would you design it that way? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't pick for this to happen, right? Right. And I think that, you know, again, that kind of talks about the design process because someone in their head might have the idea of, I'm going to remodel my existing kitchen in its layout. And then in the design process, they can learn at least, this is one of the things you guys ask, in a perfect world, or if you were building from scratch, what would you want it to be? So you can at least show them, you know, ballpark pricing and, and the design layout of how you could make that perfect kitchen in this case. Yeah, and, and I there's there's other things to think about too, and it's in, in, this, in this layout thing, or just the cabinets, okay? Um, when we're designing, you may not know it, but we're trying to, usually we're trying to eliminate at least one corner. You know, corners in a kitchen are just inefficient. The storage is frustrating, right? Yep. Lazy Susan stuff falls off of it. It's uh, it, it's also terrible for cooking because nobody stands in a corner and preps food, you know? You know right, like yep. going, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go cook now over in the corner. So it's, it, it's better storage to eliminate it. Um, and uh, if you love your Lazy Susans, I get it. Some, some of that stuff is fine. Uh, it sort of leads to talking about inside the cabinets, too. And, and we love it when people have been online looking at what's trending there because the, the, the stuff that's come out for organizing the inside of the cabinets uh, has gotten very popular. There's a lot of choices. And for us, uh, it's really handy when somebody goes, you know what, I, I saw this online. I really liked it. Is there a way to incorporate this into into my kitchen? Um, and that 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 pushes us pushes the design a little quicker when somebody's done that kind of research. This is the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show, one hundred point five ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on Demand. Welcome back to the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show, one hundred point five ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on Demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Edge Construction. Call Mike at six three six Edge. You can go to edgeconstruction.com dot com to browse their work and read reviews, and go to House and Facebook and Instagram. To see more of their work as well, I don't. I actually haven't checked the Instagram. I don't, I, I don't know if Thrillage House is up there yet. That I will. I will recommend. Hopefully, you guys had a pre-photo the the ship lap that you put on underneath the, the oh, yeah. peninsula, yeah. the whole house. But um, that one is a little, like you said, a little bit more custom, a little bit more unique. Uh, that blew our minds. What it was to what it became out to. Obviously, everything in the whole uh, house. Um, your guy, Tony was very proud of the mantle he built, which was very impressive. Uh, <laughs> my wife told a story how she's like making lunch for the, my wife was in home daycare. She's making lunch for the kids. She turns around and Tony just looks at her and like points the, <laughs> look at goes, my mantle. <laughs> uh, very good job, Tony. Just like with the kids. Like, but, uh, it was a really good job. Uh, and it was pretty impressive to be able to just go out and make that from nothing. But, uh, and that's well, just and an example. So the, the thing about the, the shiplap thing, there's probably a few details in there that you didn't think you were getting, right? Yeah. Oh, like in the corners and things. And yeah. There's ways to finish that, that um, that can really dress it up a little bit and make it make it pop. Yeah, and, and even uh, the the type of uh, shiplap. I don't know if it's how it was put in there or if it was. I mean, we have shiplap here at the office. It's not the same. It, this looks in. I don't. It looks and feels thin and cheap. Uh, we're leaving the office, so whatever. Uh, so it, we, uh, but at the same time, the stuff we have looks like real wood. It looks oh, yeah. like it's you know, it actually looks like it's a solid wood peninsula when it's not. So yeah, a little yeah. bit of trickeration there, which is which is always nice. <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, things you consider when you're doing a, a remodel, especially with a new kitchen. Uh, we've talked about. You know the layout a couple times, whether that's color schemes and how everything goes together, the quote-unquote rules of a kitchen remodel. But one thing to talk about here is the 
the profile for the countertop, and then also I would imagine you can allow you to kind of talk to or talk a little bit more about the types of countertops out there right now. Yeah, uh, so we'll just hit the what's popular right now, and I, I probably broken record, Jim. Do you know do you know what's popular countertops? Yeah, of course, of course, yes. Um, our in our showroom, um, we're we're kind of finishing our model over there because you know it's COVID and not people people aren't coming as much, so yeah. it was a good time to do some of our own remodeling. And in our showroom, we've got um, all the different types. We've got laminate, we've got granite quartz, um, even some of the acrylics that nobody really buys right now. But um, we 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 have probably been ninety five percent quartz the last bunch of years. Um, and I, I I think it has a so everybody knows that quartz or people have researched quartz know that you don't have to maintain it. Uh, but granite, really, if you've had granite, it's it's pretty low maintenance. I mean you. You spray it down with a little squirt bottle of stuff um, once a year. Leave it sit for ten to fifteen minutes. Wipe it off. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's it's not a lot of not a lot of work to maintain granite. Um, it's the choices. I think uh, we've got probably twenty or twenty five regional granites, um, and we've got upwards of three hundred quartzes. So. Quartz takes the design and they make the design. Uh, they they take quartz, which is a, a harder stone than granite, to be honest. Bind it together, make this top that's uh, impervious, doesn't have any doesn't have any little pinholes in it. Granite is a real stone; it can have little. You don't necessarily see them, but there are they call them striations. It's like a like a crack that runs through it or layers. Um, the quartz doesn't have any of that, uh, and they also treat it in the factory with something that allows it to never be treated again, so you just don't have any maintenance at all. But I, and I hear people bring that up, but I also know um, you're probably the chances are you're going to find something that you like because when you make the design, uh, if you if you like an Italian granite, uh, uh, how you used to have to get that granite was you'd have to pay somebody in Italy to cut it out of the mountain and put it on a ship and then <laughs> mill it up. Now the the quartz people have have uh, put these together and they're making them in in the Midwest. So it's been great for us. Uh, been great for homeowners. Uh, but most popular right now, I would say, are the lighter ones, uh, the marble uh, looking quartzes. Uh, we've got three new ones in our showroom in the last year that were great price points. Also, uh, I'm talking from fifty dollars a foot to maybe sixty five or seventy, which is is very mid-range even for granite so it's it's a really nice price point uh, if you still want to if you if if you need something fancy you can go over to that cambria side which we've got uh it's it's about double those prices but some amazing stuff so that that's kind of where countertops have gone the last bunch of while here and when we talk about uh, countertops and everything kind of ties together next thing would be you know what finish uh should the fixtures be oh wait a second before, oh, yeah. we, before we move yeah. on from countertops yeah. um I, I th- you mentioned profiles, and yeah. that's something that a lot of times people don't think about. Um, we're used to, we call it a pencil round. It's basically like the table we're sitting at. It's like a little eighth-inch round top and bottom on the corners of the countertop. Uh, if you come into our showroom, we have one that's called OG. I don't know why. It's just named o- It's actually a router bit is, is an OG design on a router bit. That's how I know the, the design. Okay. But it's kind of a little swoop on the edge. And uh, I really like it. It's on an island top that uh, we just installed not too long ago. And uh, I, I think it lets people know there's other ways to do this. And literally, they, they router these edges into those, uh, into those stone countertops. And you can you, there's a ton of options. There are different ways to go. 
uh, and some of them are pretty cool, so it's it's worth looking at. Uh, definitely worth noting there, yeah, with the profile, because that's kind of what you're talking about there is how they... Yep, the profile out on the edge, yep. Uh, the next thing here uh, was uh, the what finish should your fixtures be? And oh, guess, yeah, so uh, we talked a little bit about stainless, um, the brush nickels, the the... The dark finishes on metal have, have gotten real popular, um, and it's kind of a mixing there. So like an antique bronze or some of these, these, these um, what I was going to say, a dull black finish, that's not really the technical term for it, but um, matte satin black, black that, matte black, satin black on some of the finishes for your faucets, um, any of the hardwares, the the it could be door hardware that that like they brought in a picture of a uh, um, of a sliding door that's got a uh, exterior hardware that's visible, um, and a barn door hardware, really nice looking stuff. And picture does show to mixing some of these fi- finishes. So, like I said before, the the picture well, I'm looking at a picture that has a a, a black barn door track, a brush nickel. Uh, sink faucets and appliances and, and stainless steel hood and then uh, that new bronze color um in light fixtures hanging over the island and it really does work it's like okay you don't have to have all the same thing and some of these finishes are have a really rich look to it really nice look to it uh, yes and with um with these fixtures here is there uh is one cost more or are they all kind of the same as far as how those fixtures break out i uh, the lower end of the cost is the chromes. Okay, those, those are the. That's what you're going to see. Like um, they they are a little popular too now though. We have people that are choosing them because they like them. But uh, if you deviate from chrome, that's what they make the most of. Um, then you're gonna you're gonna pay a little more. Probably in in increments of um, starts with chrome, goes to brushed nickel. That's probably the second popular, um, and, and and second most uh, least costly. Then it goes up into the black finishes and the and the bronzes and stuff. So some of that stuff is is more expensive just because they don't make that much of it. It doesn't go into production that often. So the bronzes are just coming into the market a little more expensive, but uh, really cool, unusual finish that you can get for anything from a light fixture to uh, to a sink faucet. This is the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back to the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuig. You can call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstructioncompany.com to browse their work and read reviews. You can go to Facebook and House and Instagram to see more of their work as well. And uh, we're talking about things to consider when you are doing a kitchen remodel. Uh, you know, what are some of the old school rules, whether that's spacing, whether that's colors, whether that's uh, lighting, a lot of different things to talk about there. Uh, then, you know, cabinet drawers, how should they open, how do they work together? Uh, countertops with the profile, what types of countertops are popular? Fixtures, how do they match what's going on in your kitchen? Which really goes all back to the design process being very important uh, with edge construction. The next thing here is, uh, and we'll tie the two together, but let's start with in general. It says, uh, how do I, how will I mount my sink? And it actually did remind me. There's a, a you're probably not a TikTok guy, but there's a, a, a really funny one of a home inspector, and he goes through and shows of like, and one of them was sinks of like. He's like, half the sink is mounted well. The other half has a piece of <laughs> plywood and glue underneath it. But it was like how, like all these things he finds 
in inspections and actually how half the time that can he can guarantee what's going to happen next like well if this is like this these toilets definitely are tightened and this isn't that <laughs> and he walks through and shows it all uh but it's definitely some funny construction uh videos on there of people showing uh really bad craftsmanship which uh you guys do not show up on but um, it does. It just reminded me with how to mount the sink, and then the type of sink that you'd want. It sounds like if we if we if we really knew when, when a used house was selling, yeah, all the things that have been changed and kind of you know fixed quotation yeah. mark. Well, what they do is honestly, he goes through <laughs> flipped houses, and it's really yeah. how do you tell okay. a house was flipped, and it's. All, all these different signs. And I don't to, think it's bad for. for him to pick on the flippers. It's uh, no, yeah. no. And his job is to be a home inspector. Like yeah. His job is to yeah. find the stuff. So he doesn't say who it is. He just more points out the stuff he sees. We are uh, pretty rough on the flippers in our business. Where it actually makes me mad when I see a, especially a younger couple that didn't know what they were buying, thinking that they bought a, a fixed up house, and then learning that boy, everything, just about everything, had to be redone. Uh, it's just just sugarcoating stuff stuff to sell it. So pretty unfortunate. I was I was also thinking about like uh, you know I used to grow up uh, working in a restaurant once in a while. And I thought you know if people saw you know how oh, with that maybe they wouldn't go out to eat as much either. <laughs> I worked in restaurants as well. The fact that you and I both worked in restaurants should speak to how you should not go out to eat. <laughs> Neither do you cook. I don't even cook. No, so. I don't cook. No, I was bartending. Just, Married you know, well, waiting tables. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, yes. as, as as to how you mount your sink. Um, not it, it's surprising how few people have thought about this. Um, if they've had stone countertops before, then they they almost then they know then they know it should be an undermount sink. But um, a lot of times people are coming out of a a, a condo or an apartment, uh, or or they just never looked at the sink in their parents' house and they don't know what it's supposed to look like. But they, we call it a drop in where the flange is over the top. Yeah, and it was typical in in. Uh, like a laminate countertop or kind of a starter countertop. Um, now you can even do, and we do this quite often, if we do a laminate top, uh, we offer an undermount sink. There's a way to do that now that didn't used to be available um, in the past. So they can do an undermount sink with even with a laminate top. It is a much richer look, much nicer look. Um, that that drop-in sink, if you talk to anybody that's had to work with that, you know, it gets kind of gunky around there and the... There's plumber's putty that kind of pushes out and sort of gets dirty after after use use. So yeah, the undermount sink are, is really nice. It's a common in like yeah, I think every house I've owned has had the uh, the drop in sink at least to some level uh, because that seemed to be the standard for not that long. Yeah, uh, to the point now that and I, I'll get your opinion on this, but I think people listening, big box stores are now trying to sell basically the farm style sink, but it's a uh, overlay. Oh, so okay. they're trying to sell. It. I don't know how that would work. I saw it and I chuckled at the store, and then it basically looked like the sink here in this one, except so it, it's on top of the counter. Yeah, so yeah, wow. it goes well. It goes yeah, because it goes over the counter and then kind of yeah, probably tucks back in underneath a cabinet or something. But an interesting, obviously, people want a certain look, not the same job that you guys are doing. <laughs> well, I mean, I think if you for some of the retrofits, I guess if you really love that farm sink look, you need to sink anyways. Maybe you can do something like that and retrofit it and not have to change your whole countertop, you know, to yeah. to uh, to stone or something in order to do an undermount sink. So, yeah, it's the way to go. It's not a bad way to go. So, with uh, one thing I'll say about sinks, man, I, I just I am happy that they have switched it. They're doing this all the time now, even with because um, I just had to place the toilet. They're making it now. Like, they used to almost have like um, like plumber's tools. You had to have do certain things. Now everything with the toilet is all, tw it's just twist on and then you just tighten it. But even under the sink, remember you, you used to have to like have a special tool to go under there and like loosen yep. it up. 
Now it's just like a mechanism to twist it on. Uh, whoever made those plumber's tools got to be real upset. They, they give you a book. It says uh, "Plumbing for Dummies." Right? right yeah. You, yeah. But now <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. Yeah. But now it actually just does work. Them. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff works. But it was just crazy. I'm like, they finally that industry understood of like most people installing these don't have that one tool that's for this one job. Instead, now everything's just twist on it. There, there are some really cool. Uh, just as an aside, by the way, and we even use some of this stuff. Um, especially when we're doing demo, but have you seen the shark bite products for, for plumbing? No, I, I don't, that's a brand. I don't, I don't even know if we use that brand anymore, but it's like a, um, you got the pipe and you can slide. If you cut off the pipe, you can slide a, a piece over it that caps it. And, and it just, it's exactly what it says. You slide it on, it just grabs and it's like a shark bite Oh, nice. and, and it'll, it'll cap it off. But they, they have come out with, and there's other suppliers. I realize this other brands, um, where you can you, a home much, makes it much more easy for a homeowner to change a valve. Let's say you can cut it off, just shark bite a new valve on there. There's no no sweating with heat. There's and, and um, there's there's no glues. There's no and and it works. Like we haven't had failures with it. So um, it, it is kind of nice. And it, I think if you're trying to get remodelers or even plumbers, sometimes everybody's so busy right now to do some of those smaller jobs. If you're a little handy, it is kind of nice to be able to do that. Some of that stuff. Yeah, because I mean, we're talking. You, you guys are doing full remodels. If so someone needs to do, you know, I had to replace the faucet. It was dripping. Well, that's a giant pain in the butt when you have to go. The only people are upset about the new the new <laughs> setup now is whoever made that one tool. Uh, who I don't know. I think I bought twice and returned it both times. I'm like, I'm using this for eight seconds, literally to loosen this bolt for one. And then it's a very I, specific tool, right? And it's, yeah. yeah, anyone who's had to use it knows exactly what I'm talking about. And then you like literally untwist it and put it away and you never use it again uh but yeah so i i'm guessing there's probably more and more of that in the trend where yeah. the people making the products are are getting uh, uh better at it we'll take a break here uh, i did think i did think of uh you know you talk about Kohler, wisconsin and they had the Ryder cup and i did think of someone pointed out that uh in wisconsin there's two millionaires herb Kohler could be a billionaire but there's herb cole and Herb Kohler, almost the exact same age, both uh, at least millionaires in the state of Wisconsin. It's just what a are weird, the chances? <laughs> weird uh, <laughs> coincidence. This is the Edge Construction Only Modeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Welcome back to the Edge Construction Homey Modeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Edge Construction. Call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstructioncom.com to browse their work and read reviews. You can go to House and Facebook and Instagram to see more of their work as well. Uh, we are talking about uh, how to choose the right kitchen sink here. And um, there are different types of kitchen sink here. And there's probably pros and cons to them all. I think most of our, most of us are used to kind of that split sink. Uh, I know my parents, you know, where it's kind of split evenly down the middle. I know my parents had one where it was, one part of it was actually, like, it was a split sink, but it was probably three quarters uh, wide open space and the smaller one that had the garbage disposal into it, that was more like yeah. the dump your stuff into it and then the rest was you could kind of just pile dishes into, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, most people have a split sink, but that was probably the first um, in, you know, reinclination, because I'm guessing he's been around before, that large single kitchen sink, which seemed to be making a comeback. Yeah, the the big single bowl sinks are probably the most popular. Um, we are, we're going to get into a bunch of different configurations and styles, but uh, and that and they are kind of make a little push, um, and I don't know what it is. I I think it might be that people like to do dishes sometimes. <laughs> I mean, like the the traditional way, out of the dishwasher. So, uh, I when you were talking, I was thinking, yep, that's I grew up with a two bowl sink. 
one was hot soapy water the other one was where you piled the yeah you know where you rinsed or whatever but uh, the i like the i don't know there's, there's something about a the big open bowl that i to me is attractive i think it's nice uh, of course like i said before i'm not a real cook and yeah i'll do dishes i promise you i'll do dishes because i love to eat and <laughs> that's part of the deal but um yeah that's probably the most popular one is that that and it and we talked about undermount sinks be it undermount uh large bowl sink on a stainless steel sink on a on a stone countertop but the next one here is the two basin of different sizes 60 40 offset sink is kind of what it has here uh again that's kind of the one i was talking about and you know, this one is more of like, I don't know how everyone else, is, everyone else does, but one side is just pile the dishes into the other one's like, okay, functional sink if you need yeah. to fill up water for cooking or whatever, but uh, God forbid it gets into the other side for the extra dishes. <laughs> and that, that there's nothing wrong with that. that. That's another nice looking attractive sink. And w- what I think is cool is even 10 years ago, there were maybe half of these options out there. They're, they're coming up with new and, and improved stuff all the time. The designs are really getting better. There's different finishes um, that they're offering, and one thing that you probably don't realize is that when you when you when you do order a sink now, you can order kind of accessories. You can order like a stainless steel grate for the bottom. Uh, some of them have cutting boards that are made to to span parts of the of your new sink, so that can just fit in the top, and you prep food in there and and rinse and and cook. Um, and there's other things, baskets and things that can come with that sink. So I think that's kind of a neat option too. Uh, the next one here is kind of the idea of two basins of equal size. Uh, so again, the multiple basins, but slightly different there. And the one pictured here is again is that under the uh, yeah the undermount sink there, and it does yep. just kind of blend right into the design. Yeah, and this one is uh, we're showing as uh, an acrylic top, so this would be be something that isn't real popular right now. Um, kind of a white undermount sink, real plain looking, kind of a, a basic two bowl sink. Uh, it doesn't seem to come up that much off for us, but um, um, that's that's another option. Uh, then another one here is, and I I don't think I've ever seen any any of these in quote unquote real life. Is the kind of the three basin sink here? Well, so this is what I want to talk about because um, this this a few months ago I started seeing some things online and I, I read some articles on where the industry's going, and they're talking like larger sinks. So. Um, People are starting to opt for this, and I know it's maybe just creeping into a couple of our designs for people in jobs that we have coming up. We're we're not talking about it. Normally, in a 36-inch wide sink cabinet, which is the standard, you'd have a 33-inch wide sink, okay, because it's got to fit in basically inside the cabinet. Um, Four-foot wide sinks, um, three-and-a-half-foot wide sinks, these wider sinks that... You, you wouldn't if you were going to have a really big sink, uh, a four foot wide sink. You wouldn't have just a single bowl. You'd want a few different compartments, maybe even maybe even two faucets. And that actually, I think, is where the trend is going. Uh, it's just that people have to realize that they can get this stuff, and that there are those options out there. Now that the the picture we're showing that I, I brought in for Jim, it's showing two kind of normal sized sinks on either side, and then a smaller one in the middle. That middle one is is like a um, a fruit and veggie sink they call it. It's a prep sink, uh, or or it's, or it's for cleaning up things like that. Well, the the surprising thing for me this and it's, it's a cool design element is that it seems like you know dishwasher. You think dishwashers would have shrunk the sinks, uh, <laughs> but they they seem to have expanded to them, uh, even though they might have less of a functional use. Uh, the next one here, and there's different types of this, so I'll kind of let you kind of go on it here. But the farm, uh, the farmhouse sink. Yeah, and uh, probably a third of our designs now have some version of a farmhouse sink. 
Uh, when I used to think of farmhouse sink, I, I thought of the big old cast iron porcelain yeah. sink, um, white, and a real traditional look, something you would actually see in a farmhouse. Uh, now I've noticed that most of the ones we put in don't look like that. There's a <laughs> lot of stainless steel. It's a it's a, a little more modern, contemporary look. Uh, there's some cool products out there, some cool sinks out there that... Um, that apron that's on the front that we call that the the visible part in the front that's kind of thicker that apron um is is made so that you've got a real sink, deep sink behind it but the apron is a little shallower so that you can it can fit in a standard cabinet so you're not having to change out cabinet doors we used to have to put in a smaller cabinet door when we did a farm sink so there's there's lots of innovation coming in the farm sink land uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the next one here, which I haven't seen, it's cool. A uh, kind of a cool design here, though, is the sink with rounded sides. Yeah, and I think this is just uh, uh, it's it's a uh, what would he, what we call this? It's like the peanut sink. That's what we call it. It's sort of shaped like that uh, a little bit. Yeah, um, concave, concave on one side and convex on the other. The, the room for the faucet up top. And I think that's just a thing. We have had a few people order these, by the way. And I think they just like the look of it. It's it's not in the practicality thing as much. You lose a little bit of um, space in the sink. Your, right. your, your bowl's not as big, but um, works nice. And the next one here is a sink with a built-in drain board. Yeah, and that was uh, this is something. Um, so I mean, if you're those really old sinks, like a laundry sink, you used to have a washboard on the side, like a built-in drain board on the side. And we actually have a couple of these in our shop that I just didn't have the heart to get rid of because i think to me they're like works of art these 80 year old sinks uh so we'll find a home for those someday but the they are starting to show up in new designs now this has not gotten popular in the midwest yet but uh i showed this picture to my wife and a couple of our designers in the office and they all went "Ooh, i think i like that you know like from a practicality standpoint it's kind of nice to have stuff uh a place to set things where that are wet that drain into the sink Uh, it makes a lot of sense so maybe that's coming uh, then the last thing what we'll talk about here is just the sink material. Well, that's stainless steel, porcelain, uh, or granite, and or natural stone are kind of some of the options there. Yeah, that stainless is still probably king and going to be for a while. Uh, people like the look; it doesn't stain. Uh, the stronger ones don't really have any problems. Like uh, it, 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 the price point's really good. Um, it ratchets up from there, right? If you're going with a a, a, a normal single bowl undermount stainless steel sink, it's very easy to find, uh, and you know what you're getting, and the price point is great. You step up to a porcelain sink or go to the farm sink, obviously the price is going up, um, but the people do like the look of it, and maybe they're maybe they've had stainless steel for a long time and they're just kind of sick of it. They want to mix it up. Um, the the porcelain sinks come in many different colors, by the way. I would say there's like a thousand different versions of white, actually. Uh, um, The sink in my own house is in my own house because uh, we ordered some kind, I think it was sandstone, and it came in some other version of white, which I couldn't tell the difference, by the way, but uh, it was everybody else could, if (laughs) if you know what I mean. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll put it. We'll we'll take it. Um, But anyways, it's uh, it's really attractive stuff and a lot of options, and I think that's what we're trying to portray. Oh, the have you heard about the granite the granite sinks or the granite composite sinks or the natural stone sinks? I, it, we might have done a show. Otherwise, I've never heard of it. Like just talking to people. Yeah. Uh, so the granite composite sinks, um, they basically grind up granite and use a polymer to make the design. So it's almost like an acrylic, or almost like how they make a quartz top. 
Uh, so you can get different designs. You can. It's a really durable, obviously, shank. Super heavy, by the way. Um, gives a little more of a natural look. And then, actually, they are taking natural stones, soapstones, um, maybe a granite, and putting them together to make a sink. It's an interesting look. When I The first one that we, we ordered several years ago, I thought, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But uh, as long as it was taken into the design, and, and maybe you don't want a dark top with this uh, dark granite sink, right? You want yeah. something lighter. But uh, it really turned out looking nice. And it's, some of that stuff's very well made. Uh, the price is up there, so you got to be a little careful. But nice looking stuff. This has been the Edson Truck Show Homie Modeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man.